Hello, and welcome to the Inner Success Podcast with me, your host, certified trauma-informed leadership and life coach, Samantha Quemby. A show for the self-led woman who is ready for deep transformation, owning her success and embodying her highest self. If you're tired of listening to the shoulds, afraid to slow down and getting in your own way, then this podcast is for you. Get ready as we dive into all things energetics, high performance without the burnout, leadership and life, so that you can trust your intuition, connect with your core purpose and dial up your self-worth for unshakable confidence to create life on your terms. Are you ready to understand one key word that could be destroying your happiness? That is what we're going to focus on in today's podcast episode. And this one word is something you probably tell yourself regularly throughout the day, but you're not aware of it. As a high achiever, how often are you operating from a place of should? How often are you saying to yourself, I should be doing this? I should be earning this. I should be further along. And there are some variations to this. I have to, I've got to. And apparently I was once told throughout my personal development journey, a coach once told me that the word should doesn't exist in Japan. Please don't quote me on this because as I said, this has come, someone told me this, but I remember thinking, how would life be different if I couldn't tell myself that I should be doing something? And I want to talk specifically about why this word could be destroying your happiness. And I want to share like James Clear, who's the author of Atomic Habits, he says that Rome isn't built in a day. It was built brick by brick. And that's so true. Anything we do in life, especially as high achievers, we are expecting to happen instantly. We are focused on that end result. We haven't got the patience. We are like pushing and forcing to get that building up, to get that city up, whatever our version of that is. But if we take it back, let's even look at the bricks that we're laying. If your bricks are down to shoulds and have tos, how many of those bricks, when they all come together, Is that end result, what you build, actually going to be what you want? Or is it going to be something that you have told yourself you should have or you should want? There is a big difference. I have been led by the shoulds on more than one occasion in my life, both back in my corporate career, when I was doing PR and marketing, through my health journey, 
and even building my business. And actually building my business triggered it massively for quite a while. And I was focusing on laying bricks that I thought I should be doing. But they weren't what I wanted. And this is why the word should does not support your happiness. I mean, unless you're telling yourself you should go and get, you know, a nice cocktail on a Friday night, of course, should can be used in that capacity. But a lot of the time, should is being used to put pressure, to put force. And it's coming from the ego. It's coming from the mind. And breaking news, you cannot trust all of your thoughts. And what's even more worrying is that a lot of the time you won't even be aware that your actions, the way you feel, the decisions you make are being driven by a should. Because the majority of your thoughts are subconscious. You have about 70,000 thoughts a day. It would be impossible to be aware of every single thought. And these thoughts that are linked to shoulds and have tos and got tos and this pressure are probably pretty habitual. So they've got a very fast connection in your brain. So they fire without any conscious awareness. But the impact they have is felt by you. Maybe you feel pressure. Maybe you feel overwhelmed. Maybe you see yourself writing a list of about 20 things to do in a day. The amount of time that's said to my clients, of everything you're telling yourself you should be doing, what's actually needed? What's actually going to move you to where you want to go? When they look at it, a lot of the time, all of those things on their lists, a lot of them can go. Because it's not actually the truth. It's your ego, it's your mind telling you that you should be doing it. It's that achiever pattern that's putting pressure on you. And of course, when we're focused on these shoulds, we're not looking at our needs. There's no time to check in with yourself and think, what do I need today? What's my body asking for today? And you often bypass Emotions and lots of different things because you're so focused on this voice telling you that you should, you should, you should. And I know from experience, it doesn't feel good to live in that place. But the good news is there is a way that you can step away from making decisions in your life based on should. There is a way that you get to lean into and also identify what actually feels good for you, what you actually want. And when you do that, you become the most powerful, magnetic leader. Because think about it, when you're feeling forced, whether it's consciously or not, think about when you're a child and your parent or someone or your teacher, someone asks you to do something that you didn't want to do. What energy did you bring to that task? My bet is that you weren't like jumping around, having excitement, 
ready to kind of dive in, probably like dragging yourself there, really begrudgingly doing it, feeling resentful, didn't feel enjoyable. You certainly didn't feel happy because it was something that you had to do, that you should do because so-and-so said so, okay? And look, we're all in situations where we need to do things that we don't want. <laughs> Every week it comes around doing the shopping list. And I'm like, oh, it feels like such a drag. But at the same time, it's great because I get to have really lovely food. And there's certain things like tax returns. I don't think I'm ever going to enjoy doing it. That's obviously part of being a business owner and a grown up. However, if I run my whole life based on shoulds, I'm going to feel like that child doing a chore they really didn't want to do. Is that really how you want to show up in life? Then think about maybe when you volunteered to do something. I remember I had this memory of when I volunteered to help my granddad clear out his pond. <laughs> it was full of slime and sludge and mud. I was in my element because I wanted to do it. I chose to do it. I volunteered to do it because it felt good to me. He wasn't saying, Samantha, you should be doing this with me. I was there, ready, excited. And that is the energy I want to help you bring in to your life. Whether it's in your career, your business, your relationships, your health. Like think about a diet. Have you ever been on a diet because you felt you should do? You had to do that diet. First is a time where maybe you have consciously decided that it would feel really good to look at the way you ate and to eat a bit more healthily. There's a big difference, there's a big energy. And so many times... I have come across clients that have either done careers because they felt they should do, it was expected, and businesses. And not even necessarily the business idea, but the way they're running the business, where they're building it, those bricks. I, I took a job in PR, not out of uni, did work experience, they really liked me. I didn't enjoy it, but I felt that I should take it because I was being offered a job. Don't be ungrateful. There was no other options, didn't know what else to do. And I was miserable, really miserable. And then there was definite messaging of, well, you shouldn't leave a job until you've got another one to go to. So you should stay in that job. I was so miserable. I was like, actually, no. What feels good to me is to leave this job, to move out of London, to move back home and to figure things out. So my invitation to you is to start to tune into your thoughts, to tune into how you're feeling and to notice how many times are you telling yourself you should? How many times is that leading your decisions? You should go for that job or you should be there by now. You should have more clients. You should be getting more money. You should go and do that bit of exercise. You should eat that. 
you should do that two hour morning routine. Because yes, I have many clients where their shoulds have come into the very practices that are designed to support you. I should meditate. If you don't want to, how do you think it's actually going to help you? Not a lot. Whereas if you do it because you feel like, actually, this is going to really support me. I want to feel more present. I want to feel calmer. I'm going to give it a go. Now, this is to say, for that example, maybe you never want to meditate. That is okay. Yes, meditation is amazing for you. There's lots of other things you can do to support yourself. Or maybe it's at that in that moment, that day, that actually meditating, it isn't what you want. It isn't what feels good, but something else would. And when you go with that should, you instantly then cut off the option that could actually be more beneficial for you in that moment. And that should disconnects you from tuning into your intuition, your gut, your body, and knowing what feels right and knowing what is needed. And knowing what feels right knowing what is needed, having that gut instinct and being able to connect with your intuition, that is when you know that the bricks you are laying are adding up to actually the wall that you want to build, the building you want to build, the city you want to build. All of those bricks are the right bricks for you versus someone else's bricks. So I'm going to invite you to really think about over the next few weeks, how many times is should driving you or a variation like I have to, I've got to, and then ask yourself according to who says who, and if this doesn't feel good, if this is feeling forced, what do I actually want to do? If I couldn't tell myself should. What would I be choosing right now in this moment? And just start to note it down. This is a first step of activating that awareness of a word and a pattern that is causing destruction and destroying your happiness. Because also, when we put that pressure and we're constantly shooting on ourselves, when we're not connected, when we're not allowing joy and things that feel good, when we're not supporting our bodies, guess where that ends up? Feeling burnt out, exhausted. And I don't want that for you. And I know you don't want that for yourself. And I know that you want to feel happier on your quest for your desires and your goals. That you want to feel aligned with what you're doing that you want it to feel good and you want to really be able to decide for yourself on a daily basis short term long term both is where this is so important to do what works for you rather than what you think you should do and I actually leaned back into this I was looking at my maternity leave plan and I was working with my marketing coach and we were like planning out 
all the different things I could do. That's my maternity leave. And then we were both like, this is actually quite a lot. This is a normal marketing plan. <laughs> this isn't a maternity marketing plan. And she was like, is this actually what you want? And I was like, no. But I feel like I should be keeping a consistent presence. But honestly, what I want, at least for the first few months, is to take the pressure off. I want to be present with my baby. I want to be present navigating motherhood. And I want to be able to share, whether that's recording a podcast, putting a post out, sending an email, when it feels good, when I feel called to. But not because I think I should. And the same goes for an incredible freebie that I was planning to create and release before maternity leave. And my coach asked me, are you doing this because you think you should do it before maternity leave to get people like coming into your email list or because you want to do it now? I was like, it's because I feel like I should. I mean, I'm so excited about this quiz. Honestly, it's amazing. There are so many elements to it. It's not just the creating the quiz itself. It's then what you get with the results and the different resources. I don't want to rush it. And also... I was like, okay, what a lack mindset. If I'm saying, oh, I've got to do it now. And I've got a week coming off soon in October. So I kind of have like three weeks in this month. And with everything else going on in my life, I was like, mm, this is definitely, it doesn't feel good. And that is not the energy I want to bring to something. So I am always <laughs> catching those shoulds. And sometimes it's a little bit of help from someone else. Sometimes I can spot them and it is not always easy to navigate away from them. I am now doing a lot of processing and inner work to feel comfortable, to take the step back that I really want to do during maternity leave. I'm going to record a podcast episode on this. But it should happen. I'm a recovering high achiever. Shoulds can be part, they were part of my vocabulary for a very long time before I even realized that's what I was doing. And that pattern, they thought they can still come out and drive things. So having that continual awareness is so key because I was not feeling good. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling pressure. And that is not the energy I want at any time, but especially not as I near the birth of my baby. And really, it was stopping me listening to the needs of my body, my third trimester body that is getting tired and wanting space. I think even some nesting might be coming in soon. And those shoulds were stopping me. And so, yeah, I was building bricks of things, but they didn't feel good and they weren't really creating something that I wanted to create right now. So I hope this podcast has sparked some thought within you. And I really want you to notice if things aren't feeling good, if you're not feeling happy in any area of your life, tune into what are you telling yourself about it? What is the story? What are those thoughts? And how many of them are coming from that place of should? And then think about what, 
would you need to know or believe or change to start moving away from those thoughts? And it isn't always easy, but it is possible because I've done it, so many of my clients do it. So that is your invitation, your little mini challenge for the week or next few weeks, just to bring that awareness to those shoulds and look at how you can start to shift away from them and then notice how that feels. And I'm going to guess that how it feels is what you want far more of in your life than how it feels when you're coming from a should. As always, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, if you want to share some of your insights, then you know where I am. You can come over to my Instagram, Samantha Quemby Coaching, drop in my DMs, and I would love to chat to you there. See you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If you enjoyed this powerful podcast, please subscribe, tell your friends, share on socials and leave a five-star review so I can keep creating and spreading this message to more incredible women ready to create success their way. Those of you who share on social or leave me a review will be entered into a prize draw every month to win a free 30-minute coaching session with me. You can send me a review to samantha at samanthaquembycoaching.com or tag me in your Instagram stories at samanthaquembycoaching. Join me again soon for another intimate experience of the Inner Success Podcast. Until then, shine bright and create magic.